0: friend, welcome to Java with Jen. I'm your host, Jenna Lee Samuel. In today's episode, I interview fitness and life coach Kelly Tyann, who's also the host and author to the Addicted to the Climb podcast and book. And she realized after 10 years of working with women in her physical fitness boot camp that they actually needed more than just an awesome workout to feel good about their lives. Her clients were transforming on the outside, but she realized they needed more. They needed some mindset and confidence boost. So she began to pivot her faith based business from just fitness to life coaching as well. And she shares, she shares five essential mindset changes that we women need to make in order to find more fulfillment and confidence in our own lives. This is the perfect episode to be listening to with New Year's resolutions just around the corner. Okay, now make sure you check out the description as well under the episode because of course I put all the links that you'll need to connect with her, but I also created a free downloadable resource for you with these five mindset changes and an easy to digest little charts so you can look at it and be reminded of these things on a daily basis and a couple of practical life applications as well. It's a super one-page printout, super easy, that you can have, just post it to your bedroom, bathroom mirror and have it within eyesight so that you can incorporate it into your daily living. I want it to help you embrace what's in today's episode and find a more faith-fueled, adventurous, confident life as the woman that God made you to be. So with all that said, let's jump into the episode. Hi, you're listening to Java with Jen with your host, Jenilee Samuel. On this show, I bring the simplicity of hearing God's voice into everyday life in a no-nonsense, authentic, and super practical way. With coffee in hand and real life in our faces, let's do this. ever faced a situation where you didn't know what to do and you wished that God could just speak from heaven and tell you exactly what you needed to do so success was sure. What if you could hear God's voice for yourself? What if you knew each morning when you woke up that he was literally waiting just to talk with you about your day and what is going on with your life at the moment? This would entirely change your view of God, possibly, but for sure your relationship with Him. Who wouldn't want that? If you've never heard God speak to you, this book, Listen, is for you. If you normally do all or most of the talking when you pray, this book is also for you. If you want to stop and really listen to what God wants to say to you, then this book is for you too. If you simply want a way to explore new terrain with the Lord and deepen your relationship with Him, this book is for you. This is not seven steps to learn how to hear God's voice or hearing God speak for dummies. It is less of a how-to manual and more of an experiential workbook. You're invited to see part of Alan's journey to listen, encouraged to listen yourself and then given space to capture what you believe God is saying to you that day in light of what you discover along the journey. So take the next 63 days to listen first for the voice of God and watch your relationship with him be transformed in a huge way. And side note, if you have people that you want to get a meaningful gift for, for Christmas this year or for a birthday or a holiday, and you just don't know what to get, this book, especially if they're a believer, would be perfect. Teaching anyone how to hear God's voice and making space for them to do that is literally a life transforming opportunity. So don't miss out. Go check out alanchapin.com and grab the book, listen, or you can find it on Amazon as well. All right. Back to our episode. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me today at Java with Jen. I have a beautiful, fabulous, spirit-filled, and faith-filled, amazing, conquering woman. Her name is Kelly Tyann, and she is the host of the Addicted to the Climb podcast, which she'll give us some updates on because there's been some changes. Um, And so she is a Faith-based entrepreneur, an author, a podcaster, and her brand is called Addicted to the Climb. It's a faith-fueled, transformational coach, coaching program empowering women to become centered in Christ so they can climb higher in life without losing themselves along the way. As an author of her book, Addicted to the Climb, and host of her podcast show, Named the Same. Her message is to keep on climbing in faith because with every climb you take, it will make you stronger for the next one. Kelly is a breast cancer survivor and a proud wife and mother of two children. Addicted to the Climb is a movement for women that are breaking free from fear and judgment and finding freedom to live in faith and abundance. Kelly, that's such a great summary of like your attitude and approach on life. Like You definitely wear your vision.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I appreciate it and I'm so excited to be here.
0: Absolutely. Well, I'm glad to have you. Now, Kelly has actually had me on her show previously and we had a great time. And so she reached out again. I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't had you on my show yet. Let's make this happen. So Kelly, you just kind of made some shifts and changes a little bit, like kind of reshaped your brand a little bit and took a new direction. Um, so I want to hear a little bit about that, but why don't you go ahead and kind of let my listeners know a little bit about who you are.
1: Sure. Thank you. Well, it's been an amazing, fun journey that I've been on. I started out as a school teacher in elementary school, and I love teaching. I love the students, but I knew it wasn't what I really wanted to do. I wasn't feeling fulfilled. Mm -hmm. So a few years into my teaching, a few guys opened a gym in my area Real close friends of mine, and I said, Hey, I'm gonna go get certified. It was a CrossFit gym, and I got certified in CrossFit. And I actually asked them, I said, Instead of doing CrossFit, can I just do an all women's boot camp? And they said, Sure, but it will have to be on off times of our CrossFit gy- times. Yeah. So I started with just telling people about it and called it Kelly's Boot Camp for Women. And it was kind of a side thing I was doing along with my teaching. And I just jumped in and loved it because I loved working out anyways. Uh So I figured, why not bring some women in with me? They can motivate me as I motivate them. And it was so much fun. The business actually grew for 10 years. I had, a, a, and in the meantime, I stopped teaching. It was just an amazing journey. I realized, you know, women love working out. I I realized they need accountability and I needed the accountability. So I ended up getting my nutrition certification so I can teach them how to eat right, take care of their bodies. But at the end of the day, generally, I just knew that they were lacking something. And it really was a faith, just a faith in themselves. Mm -hmm. They were tearing themselves apart. They weren't happy, even though they were working out all the time. And, you know, as women, sometimes we we are mean to ourselves yeah. and yeah. it's the way it is at times. Um, but I said, you know, I, I really knew that they needed to have more faith, not only in themselves, but really deep in their faith with God. So me being a Christian my whole life, I decided to pivot my business in kind of steer away from the fit. And I'm summing this up real quick. Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) Try to steer away from the fitness. And I really wanted to bring faith to the forefront of my business and who I am. So I now fast forward, after 10 years, I am leading women to build deeper relationships in faith. Mm
0: -hmm. Because
1: without that, we have nothing. And I know we can work out all day. In the gym. But at the end of the day, we need to have a strong faith in ourselves that we can do all things with God who makes things possible for us. So I'm coaching women right now and helping them have a faith-fueled mindset. And that's where I am today. And that's how my brand came about, addicted to the climb, because I realized I am addicted to climbing higher in my own faith in evol- because every time I read the Bible, or I want to keep evolving in the Lord and what he has for me. And it's such a beautiful place to be. Mm -hmm. So that kind of sums up my life in a two minute elevator pitch. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. A lot happens along the way, but that's really where I'm at and where it started.
0: Well, and I can imagine, I can imagine that your journey through breast cancer was a big part of you really forging that posture of faith as well, because that's a that's a scary
1: battle, right? Mm-hmm. And my breast cancer came about right before I opened the doors of Kelly's boot camp. Oh, wow. I was getting ready to start this boot camp, as I told you. And two months before, that's when I got the call from the doctor because I had gone in because I was watching television one night and I had an itch on my chest. So I scratched and I was like, that's weird. I feel it almost felt like a frozen pee right mm-hmm. on the surface of my skin near my breasts. So I had it checked, not thinking a thing. I mean, here I was getting ready to do this boot camp, and I'm the healthy girl. I'm yeah, the fit yeah. girl. And the doctor calls me and said, you have breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And it was really a trying time for me. And I, I did have my pity party. I, you know, had to just Decide in the, those moments, what am I going to do? Am I going to sit and cry about this? Or am I going to face the facts that it is what it is? And I can be an example for other women that I'm going to show up. I'm going to keep my faith strong and know God will take care of me and show these women that if I can do it, you can do it. And it was that moment in time, life stopped. I mean, yeah. when you hear those words, you have cancer. It is the scariest thing to go through, but I'm so thankful that I had the faith instilled in me so I could lean on that during that time. And that's what really kept me going. That's what kept my face forward. I put my nose, you know, to the ground and just said, I'm going to keep going no matter what, and whatever the outcome is, God only knows that. So, but I'm going to fight in what, whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's so good. so now, help before we jump into more of this, since so much of what you do is centered around the concept of faith, mm-hmm. um, I feel like people have differing ideas or like their brain goes to different places when they hear that word. So for some people, they think faith and they just think like a religious institution, you know what I mean, oh, you're faith filled, meaning you go to church all the time, you know or. Someone else might think faith-filled, meaning I know how to grab the word of God and wrestle it through with total confidence until I see the thing happen, you know? So like one might be a noun while one is a verb, you know? And so like, how do you define, or as you use it in your brand and stuff, how do you define faith and being faith-fueled?
1: I love this. It is so simple. I just define this as my faith is a pure relationship with the Almighty God. And that's it. I don't have rules I follow unless it's in the Bible. Yeah. I'm very Bible based. If Jesus says it, that's what I believe. That's where my hope is. That's where my strength and courage comes from. And that's it. There's religion, there's relationship. And I am on the relationship side of God. And it's, it's really nothing. I know people are afraid. They they push back when it comes to religion because they think, well, there's so many rules with religion. And there's Paul, like there's just so much that comes with the word religion. And I actually stay far away from that. My relationship with God can be different from yours. We're no better or worse than anyone else that has a relationship with the Lord. We all evolve in our relationship differently. And our relationship only can get better and stronger the more time we put in. It's mm-hmm. just like any other relationship. And that's how I tell people um, if they want to build a deeper relationship with God, it's really, it all comes down to starting with just a simple prayer. As we talked about before we jumped on here, it's just really have just talking to God, what you have going on in the day. And so that's where, that's me and who I am. And God gets me through everything in life.
0: Yeah. So faith fueled, I think we could also describe that as like a life built around your dependence on the Lord and your relationship with the Lord. That's Mm -hmm. so good. Okay. I just wanted to clarify that definition since we probably have people with all kinds of different backgrounds and stuff. Okay. So you talked about the breast cancer. You talked about how you shifted everything, um, in your business to, to, really pull in the integral, important aspect of of faith, faith in yourself and faith in the Lord. So why don't you maybe even differentiate, you even, even talked about to me on the phone about um, how you realized that you had to take a risk on yourself and bet on yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, that really is important in moving forward in obedience when God calls us to do radical things or to do things that just require some faith and require a risk. So why don't you dive into that a little bit? And then we'll get into the five mindset shifts that
1: you talked about. Absolutely. Well, one of them actually is, it's what we're talking about. And I just believe God cannot bless the road ahead of us. If we're not willing to take a risk, Mm -hmm. you know, if God's not going to open the doors of opportunity, if we're not risking or taking action in knowing and putting our faith and hope in him, that he's everything will turn out in his, you know, whatever his plan is, is his plan. So I just feel betting on ourselves is where it all starts. You know, we we can't sit and expect to grow. We can't stay stagnant and expect our faith to evolve unless we're taking constant action on our end. So that means betting on ourselves that let's take that first step. Let's climb a little higher. Let's let's step up to that next level. And that's how our faith can grow too by taking action steps. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like betting on yourself, if you will, like, like, I don't know how you want to rephrase that even, but like, but having the confidence that like, if God is with me, I can do this. Is that kind of what you're talking about in the betting on yourself?
1: Yes, exactly. Having the confidence that God will guide me, lead me open the doors and our faith builds confidence. Yeah, Doesn't exactly. it? It yeah, does. Yeah. It it really does. And the more we build on our faith, the more we have a closer relationship with the Lord, the more confident we become to take that next step that yeah. he's no matter what happens, like nothing's going to be perfect. It might not work out the way you think it's going to work out. You might fail. And but that's OK, because unless you take those chances, you won't you won't ever know if things we're supposed to be that way or not. That's so, so true. yes. That's
0: so true. And it's so important too, because it's like, I feel like the Lord has this way of, and I think it's to nurture that dependence in us on him is that he will always bring us to the edge of what we think is possible. He'll bring us to the edge of what we thought he would do or the edge of what we thought we were capable of. And then he'll Mm -hmm. say, okay, now let's step beyond that, you know? And he always makes a step outside of our comfort zone. Like he brought the Israelites all the way up to the Red Sea where they thought, this is the end. Why did we leave? We're going to get killed out here. And he's like, just kidding. I'm going to split it, you know, <laughs> like, and he yes. also brings us face to face with impossible because he has a bigger plan. And, mm-hmm. um, and so, yeah, take, being willing to take that bet or to take that risk is essential because we never step into the things that we don't know about God until we hit that territory.
1: Mm, amen. And it is, it's, it's hard being uncomfortable, right? Nobody wants to be uncomfortable, but that's how we can find comfort in the uncomfortable situations. And, you know, you don't know what your potential is until you step outside of that box.
0: That's so true. Okay. So then if that's one of the first um, mindset shifts that is necessary for living a life that's faith fueled, Mm -hmm. what is a, what's the second one?
1: I think commitment, You know, making a commitment to yourself in knowing it might be hard, no matter what, like take fitness for an example. If you are trying to get fit and healthy and you have to commit to the workouts, knowing they're not going to be easy, nothing great comes out of something so easy. So I think just committing to the goal because it's hard, that's where you'll get to that next level. And that's a mindset shift that you have to commit, commit, using that word again, but it's a mindset shift saying, okay, I'm going to commit to building my faith. That means I'm going to commit every morning to opening my Bible so I can get stronger in my own faith. And it's not easy just taking time aside out of our busy days and our hectic lives. Things are, you know, we're moms, we're working, we have businesses, we're married, all that stuff. But we have to commit if we want to get results and that's yeah. that's one of the hardest things for us to do is actually making the commitment and then sticking to it mm-hmm. so i think that's probably my number one mindset shift
0: okay it's commitment that's good so what would be the third one
1: i would say changing your belief system mm-hmm. and you know this changes your life my mantra is I am and then I complete that sentence or I will for an example accomplish this because I choose to put myself first so your belief system who you think you are is everything and I think changing our belief system, knowing you know taking God in on the journey, letting him you know feed you from his word so you can know that, who you are is in Christ. Like I believe our whole thing is around identity. We have to know, I used to think my identity was what the world thought of me and who they thought I was supposed to be. And now my identity is in Christ. So my belief system has changed drastically. And I think that's a big mindset shift is knowing, well, my identity is in Christ alone and I can do all things through him who gives me strength. And once we have that instilled in us, then we, there's no stopping us.
0: Right. That's so good. Okay. So now dig a little deeper on that because I can already hear the thought processes of some of my listeners who are like, what do these people mean when they say my identity is in Christ? What the heck are they talking about? So break that down real practical. What did that shift to look like? And how is your thought process different? Like, yeah. But how think- would you describe that?
1: I think it's so simple. I am who he says I am. And if you don't know who you are, then you have to open the Bible. He tells you in the word, in so many different areas, who you are. You know, he gave us the fruits of the spirit, he gave us a spirit of peace, of love, of joy. That's who you are. The world is trying to take you down, the world is trying to infiltrate your mind with other things. But Once you realize, you know, you're not good enough, that the world is trying to tell you you're not skinny enough, you're not beautiful enough, you're unworthy, God is telling you the opposite. Your identity in who you are is who he says you are. And that's it. And if you can accept that, you will be a much happier and peaceful person. That's how simple it is. And it really comes down to your belief system again, believing who God says you are believing that he gave you all those fruits of the spirit that you own those they're so beautiful and look at those yourself in the word go back to galatians and Jen I don't know if you what what verse is that I'm so bad with like knowing exact scriptures
0: <laughs> I know the addresses often escape me I'm not sure which one you're referring to Okay the fruits the of the spirit five? No the, yeah galatians 522
1: yeah Okay 522 So yeah. that- that's, that's who you are. That's where your identity is. And that's, it's such a beautiful thing.
0: That's so good. I love that. And it's true. And you know, that is even something that, that, like you said, it's so simple. It is so simple. Cause we can even teach our kids that because like, I'll do that with my kids. For example, when like Shiloh, my youngest, the other day, he was like, I'm just really sad and depressed right now. And he was just like struggling. And I was like, well, what's wrong? And so I'm I'm teaching him to like stop and ask his heart, what's wrong? Like heart, what are you needing or what's wrong? And so sometimes I'll even tell them, okay, Shiloh, here's what I want you to do. I want you, because he was just in a mood. And I said, you need to go sit down with this journal and you need to ask the Holy Spirit say, what lie am I believing about myself right now? And so he he did that. And they because they're kids, they can actually do it very easily. And um, he wrote down that I'm not good enough. Like that was the lie he was believing. I said, okay, now you need to ask the Holy Spirit, what does he say about you? And then so he wrote down that I am perfect. And I said, I said, now, does that mean you're actually literally perfect and you never make a mistake? And he goes, no, it means that God sees me as perfect. I'm perfectly enough for him. And I was like, yes. So that's the truth. And that's where you need to settle your heart. And then he was happy and he was fine. And he went on with his day. And so I feel like that right there is just like a little practical application even for how to shift that mindset to your identity in Christ.
1: Absolutely. I love that. And there is another verse in Ephesians, Ephesians 2.10. I love that, especially with children, because I talk to my children too about their identity. I make sure they know every, not every single day, but just consistently telling them the world is going to try to tell you who you are, but God created you his masterpiece. And that's Ephesians 2.10. And it's when you need a self-esteem boost, look in the mirror because it's that, well, the actual verse is for we are God's masterpiece. Mm. That's who he created you. You are a masterpiece. So, so whenever you're doubting, whenever you're feeling less than, just know that you are his masterpiece. You're perfect just the way you are. You don't need anyone else's approval. And that's my other mindset shift. <laughs> so, Number four, go for yeah. it. <laughs> well, I think that, I think that that's my fifth one, because, but it is, we are God's masterpiece and we don't need anyone's approval. And I want your listeners to always go back to that because I think so many times we try to do things for everyone else to get approval, you know, in this selfie age. I mean, I'm guilty too. We're all on social media comparing ourselves and looking at everyone else's highlight reel, but you know, it's like, you got to come back to that. You have to come back to that we are God's masterpiece no matter what, and not no one else's approval can make you feel better than that. That's and it's, it's, it's a hard thing to do, but that's why spending quiet time with God so he can make you strong in your spirit is the only way you're going to be, you you can overcome the things that the world tries to throw at you. The battles, the grief, the divorce, the all the things we go through because we all go through such similar adversity, but it's all a matter of your mindset and how you let God come in and tell you that you are an overcomer. You are a masterpiece. No matter what the outcome is, he's walking hand in hand with you. That's how. That's why building a strong faith and a foundation can get you through this thing called life because life is hard. It's a climb, as I say we're always climbing uphill
0: that's so good and and i also want to point out like as people are thinking through these mindset shifts that you're talking about and i'll have you recap those five again in just a moment okay. but um i even want to paint like the mental picture when when as my listeners as you guys are thinking about how to apply this f- being faith fueled or faith filled is actually a really radical aggressive position because you're not going to accidentally stumble into a life filled with faith. It is something because our minds are constantly being assaulted and just by just by social situations our minds are assaulted just from the social human instinct desire to fit in or to be like everybody else or to like we want to be unique but we want to be different at the same time you know and so our brains are always calculating and trying to figure out how to do that and then you've got the enemy who also brings lies and pushes buttons knowing your vulnerabilities you know and so he'll try to reiterate lies throughout your life and so when you've got all that happening in the background plus your own insecurities, which usually are root out of those lies. You know, usually those lies that are buried is where our insecurities and fears come from. So you've got all that happening in your mind, but your mind is the most powerful thing about you. And so if you're not aggressive and intentional about identifying what you think, like recognizing what you think, thinking about what you think. And and I think journaling is such an important part of this whole process of like sitting down and writing down, what do I think? Like I had my son do, what lie am I believing? And then intentionally asking the Lord or going to the word and saying, what should I be thinking instead? And then And then the faith-filled life is the aggression comes in that you say, no, I am not going to believe that I am fat and unattractive. I am going to believe that I am a beautiful masterpiece and that God says there is no flaw in me, like in Song of Solomon, you know? And so like, it takes work to be faith-filled because of the, um, the, the dominion you have to take, or that's a big, awkward word because of the um, territory you need to possess in your mind. And that's where the battle is.
1: Oh my gosh. I agree. And I love that you said the word intentional, because let me just tell you guys, and let me be real right now. I wasn't always the way I am. Like, I don't want you to think, Oh, look at her. She's so faith fueled and everything is great. No, it's not. And I, (laughs) I put the time in and I was intentional About my faith. I wanted to grow my faith. I wanted to see. I grew up with a mother who, from when I was eight years old, my mom walked around with her Bible and she had rheumatoid arthritis from the moment I was born. So she was pretty much scarred from head to toe from major surgeries, just battled her whole entire life. Yet she never wavered in her faith. And I watched her my whole life. I watched that woman go through so much pain and had swollen fingers. She couldn't wear shoes. Her body was a mess physically, but she had a smile because Jesus lived in her heart. She had an unwavering faith. And I knew as I became became an adult and into my thirties and then a married woman, I looked at her and I wanted that. I wanted to know that, God, if he works in her life like that and she's still standing, Mm -hmm. then I need that. So I was intentional about building and creating a solid faith in my own life. And that meant spending time with God, putting in the time, the work, taking action. It didn't just happen, like you said. So I want you to know it starts somewhere, but it has to start. And then it will evolve from there. And at some point, what's going to happen is when you start growing in your faith and leaning hard into God, he will make you stronger. In those battles you face and the way you react to those battles will become shorter. Your reaction will lessen. Like I remember when things would go crazy in my life or they didn't go the way I wanted or, you know, I went through a traumatic time. I would linger in those awful moments for far too long. And as my faith got stronger, I remember I'd be like, wow, I came out of that fast, faster yeah. than I ever have. So, I think that I wanted your listeners to know that I I wasn't always the way I am today. It took time, it took intentionality of me spending time in the word and surrendering my thoughts constantly because I would hold on to those thoughts that I wasn't good enough or I wasn't this or I wasn't that. And now I just surrender them right when, you know, in the 3 a.m. moments when you're in that dark time and you're by yourself in your thoughts right away. I'm in prayer, I'm singing songs in the night and doing all the stuff so I can come out of it faster. So I just wanted to share that because That's it good. doesn't, yeah, it doesn't happen overnight, right? Yeah,
0: no, it doesn't. And and I, and it's like this dichotomy because it's like the the journey of growing with the Lord is a long haul, you know what I mean? It's not designed to be one and done. It's not designed mm-hmm. to be an overnight success story, you know, but at the same time, Growth in him happens quickly as we are diligent and faithful. So it's like just the, just the, because cons- I think sometimes people get their eyes on the the big end goal of like where they want to get to and they get overwhelmed and they feel like their little daily choices aren't doing anything. But what they don't realize is those little daily choices is what's getting them there, you know? And it's that, that consistent, just like, you know, it's not one meal, that nourishes your body. It's the consistent eating multiple times a day that nourishes your body. And, but you can lose weight in a relatively short time if you make consistent choices you know and so it's the same thing spiritually and so I want those of you who are listening and are feeling challenged or encouraged or whatever to be encouraged that yes it is a long-haul journey and that it's not meant to have some end destination besides heaven <laughs> we're exactly. done when we get to heaven and then it's exactly. just as easy there
1: <laughs> I, I am so excited about I mean I'm only 48 I have a long road ahead of me with God and I'm excited to see how my journey evolves. I mean, like, that's perfect. I love how you said that. It's not about the end destination. We never get there. Yeah, it's yeah. constant and it's exciting to see and realize all the things God has in store for us. It's so, so It's so yeah. true.
0: Okay, so um, let why don't you recap those five mindset shifts and then we'll shift into our life hacks.
1: Okay, well, I don't know if these are going to be in any order, but I mentioned committing, to the hard things okay. and because if it were easy everyone would do it And <laughs> if you want growth we need to commit and you know i talk about taking in the discomfort it, nothing is going to be comfortable when you first start and i always say take in discomfort not as an enemy but as a friend because in first james 2 it talks about when you have trials when God doesn't tell us life is going to be easy and it's going to be happy and perfect. No, he says when you have trials. So just know that there will be discomfort, but take it as, take it in as a friend, embrace discomfort. Next, we talked about changing your belief system because deepening your faith will build your confidence. And when you change your belief system, it can change your life. And your identity is in him, that's where, you know, you are God's masterpiece. So realizing that is all you need to know Mm -hmm. when times are, you know, when your thoughts try to play tricks on you and the devil tells you, you're not good enough. Mm -hmm. You are God's masterpiece. Knowing your identity is in him alone can get you through those hours. And I think the last one we talked about was God can't bless the road ahead of you. If you're not willing to take the risk.
0: Mm. And
1: I think if you're not willing to step out of it goes, they all kind of tie in together. If you're not willing to step out of your comfort zone, God can't work with you and open up new doors of opportunity for you. If you don't put your hope and faith and trust in him and take a risk and start betting on yourself Mm -hmm. because he gave you all the tools. You have everything inside you right now, my friend, Mm -hmm. and all you need to do is act on those things and take a risk.
0: That's so good. You know how like you can recognize someone sometimes by the way that they walk, they have a saunter, they have a sway, they have a swagger, whatever. I feel like taking a risk is the saunter of faith. You know what I mean? That's what faith looks like when it's being walked out. It Mm -hmm. looks like taking a risk. That's like, you know, that's just, I don't know why that analogy came to my head. but I think of a, who's that old cowboy? Everybody used to used to watch John Wayne he had like yes. this very recognizable walking and yes. so taking a risk is what a faith filled life looks like that's the yes. way that it walks
1: it, it's unbelievable i i i think about myself i was petrified to write my book and i even starting my podcast i'm like who's going to listen who's going to buy my book why do they care all these thoughts can really take take you down and It's all about taking a risk because you don't know the lives on the other side that will be impacted. And I'm so thankful for you starting this podcast and all the lives you have impacted. I mean, think about that wouldn't have happened unless you took a risk. Mm -hmm. So if you guys are teetering and, oh, I'm not sure, I don't know, have faith that God will guide you along that path and do it. And if it fails, then you learn a lesson. If it doesn't, (laughs) your impact in someone or the world. You just won't know until you try.
0: Yep, that's so good. That's so good. Okay, so before we shift into live hacks, why don't you share real quick how my listeners can connect with you?
1: Sure, they can find me over on um, Instagram at Kelly Tian. it's K-E-L-L-E-Y-T-Y-A-N. I'm on LinkedIn, very active on LinkedIn and um, my podcast, Addicted to the Climb. They can find me there for a lot of free content and conversations and on Facebook. I'm on, I'm on all the platforms just under Kelly high
0: Okay. That's awesome. And do you have a website as well?
1: I do. Kellytyon.com. Okay, perfect.
0: That way, if you guys forget all the places she is, you could probably find all those things there. Okay. So you guys don't go anywhere. Kelly has a cool life hack for us in just a moment. Okay. Kelly, tell us your life hack. I know it's very practical and simple. I love it.
1: It's very practical. It is really just starting with a simple prayer and that's it. That's how I started my relationship, how I built my faith. It was really just asking the Lord to just come in to my life and help me for today, be present. What do you, what do you pray bold prayers? Like ask him what you actually need and what you want and then let the conversation flow. That's my biggest life hack. That's
0: awesome. Just get started. Isn't that what they say? Like, Hey, stop waiting for it to be perfect. Just get started. Just that simple prayer is how you do that. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. So for those of you who are listening, if you're like, you know, with the new year, I really want to have a better quiet time, but I haven't figured out a good routine. It doesn't have to be fancy. Don't shoot for the stars. If like, that's going to actually be a barrier to you start like she's saying with something really simple. If you're like, you know what, I could listen to my Bible app while I'm getting ready in the morning. That would be more than I'm doing now. Then start with that. Or if it's you know I'm gonna spend the 15 minute drive to work praying and praying for all the people I can think of, let that be your prayer time. Whatever it is, start with something, and that's what Kelly is saying. It just starts with one prayer. It just starts with starting basically, and so I love that. That's a great life hack. Super practical and super doable. So good. Hey. Well, yes. thank you, Kelly, for coming on the show. You guys make sure you go and check out KellyTian.com. Check out all of her resources. Again, she is a faith oriented, faith filled woman of God who is going to encourage you. If you need a good pep talk, you need someone who's going to boost you and build your confidence and make you feel like you can do this. Check her stuff out because she is going to be that voice in your heart for sure. And so Kelly, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was so
1: good to have you. Thank you so much. And thank you all for tuning in today. God bless you.
0: Absolutely. All right, you guys, don't uh, don't forget to be subscribed to the show if you're not already subscribed. Um, the pod, Most podcast apps will give you a notification when the people that you follow have posted a new episode. That way you don't miss anything. Don't forget, we have shifted our published date from Thursday. It's been Thursday for the last three years, but I shifted to Tuesdays. That way it gives you more of your work week to enjoy an episode on your way to work. So Tuesdays it is. Um, come follow me at Java with Jen on Instagram. Go to the merch store at JavaWithJenMerch.com and grab you a sweatshirt for this cooler weather. And otherwise, you guys, I love y'all, and I'll see you next week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. Listen, let's stay connected. Come follow me on Instagram at JavaWithJen, where you can follow the latest and say hey. It's a really great way to stay in touch. Many of you have also asked how you can support the show. You can make donations through the Anchor app or on Patreon, or of course, by sharing, rating, and reviewing on social media and iTunes as well. Your heartfelt feedback always reminds me why I do this. Also, don't miss our merch store, where you can get super cool Java with Jen swag and coffee. Find it at javawithjenmerch.com. Until next time, remember, hearing God's voice is simple and he wants to be a part of your everyday life. See you next week.